Welcome to the Five for Two podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Hey, welcome to another episode of Five for Two Careers. Today, I have a special guest who will be talking about how she turned £50 into more than 10k within 18 months. I started off with that because I know you're going to want to hear the whole thing. (laughs) And she did it by using her nine to five, by increasing her salary, getting paid more so that she felt comfortable investing her first £50 to be able to turn that into more than 10k which also means she's going to be able to retire early. And listen, the first time I ever heard that and she spoke about it, I was like, I'm here for it because working till I'm 67 is absolutely not the vibe. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce a live that we did previously on Instagram. So you can listen to that live. And the lady joining me is Ange. She is a money coach and she is passionate about helping women to start investing in the stock market so they can build their own wealth and become financially free. And like I've already said, she was able to turn £50 into five figures in her portfolio within 18 months. And now she teaches other women to do the same without all the financial headaches and like all the jargon and teach you how to get through it. So I recorded this live with Ange a while ago. It was such a great conversation. So yeah, listen in and I hope you enjoy. Hello. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Good. Yes, I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Yes, good. how are you? How, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm, we're twinning with the fans. Oh my god! I know. I realised the minute ago, I put it down because I was like, "Oh my god, everyone's going to see me with the fan." But it's like it is too hot, guys. I'm yeah, in the house. It's I'm, it's, it's too hot. It's, like, hot. it's such a good fan. I literally got this a few days ago, and it's amazing. Really? Yeah. I've had this for a year. Yeah. Best thing ever. It is more powerful than my bigger it's, fan. Like on right. speed free, I'm like. Woo! Yeah, literally. <laughs> this is an advert, guys, no. for this fan. We're just letting you know that it's a really, really, really good fan. It's Amazon, good. guys. It's really Check good. It out. Love it. And it can do all of this, you know, put it on the side. I know, it's amazing. It's great. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I've got my fan. If in a minute, guys, you hear a noise, it's the fan because yeah. I, I can't with my face sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Not How in this UK humidity. It, yeah, I'm good. I'm really it's excited been to talk. A minute. I know. It has been a minute. But I've been watching you. I've been loving hey. the podcast. So I feel like I'm there with you every day. <laughs> Same. Always watching your stories because you know this girl wants to learn more and more about investing. Yeah. But yes. thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Guys, I'm going to let Ange introduce herself, but I'm going to tell you who she is also. So Ange is a money coach, like I said. Her Instagram is called The Growth Corner UK. Ange herself has turned £50 into a five-figure portfolio in 18 months. We're going to start there, guys. Anyone who's watching, five figures, 18 months, started off for 50 pound you already know this talk's going to be a good one you already know i love talking about money yes but and tell us a bit more about yourself tell us about your journey tell us how you became a coach yeah of course so my journey um really started in 
2020, actually maybe 2018. So I, I was trying to invest in 2018. Trying is the strong word, but I just felt really nervous. I had all these thoughts and I was just thinking, do you know what? This investing thing isn't for me. And the thing that really stopped me was there wasn't any black women investing, no women investing that I saw. I saw a lot of white men in suits, like Wolf of Wall Street vibes. That's what I thought investing was. Like, you know, going hard in like the stock market. Like, I was like, buy, sell, buy, Yeah, exactly. Sell, right? Like that quick, fast pace. And that's just not me. Like, I'm not like that. So in those two years, I just didn't invest. And what really triggered me to think about it again was in 2020, I'd achieved my goal of saving 10K in one year. So interesting to hear about, you know, how Caribbeans always want to save. So I was like, okay, I've saved my first 10K in one year. And then I kind of worked out how long it would take me like to, like, I think it was about 500K, I thought, if I wanted 500K in my retirement. And I just worked it out that I would have to continue saving, like, past retirement to get that goal. And that really put me off. I was just like... I can't do that. I, I don't want to work in a nine to five job forever. I want to utilize it. But I don't want to work for it forever past retirement. And I was just, I see it. I see it. In, like, I see it like these old people working, like these little old ladies working in MS and stuff like that. And I was like, nope, yep. <laughs> that's not me. Yep. That is not going to be me. Yep. So I started investing again. And this time I really took the time to really learn about it. And I, took you know i took it slow hence my 50 pounds my first 50 humble 50 pounds in the stock market and actually the first six months i didn't invest more than 50 pounds and then after those six months like you know what this investing thing can really do something for me um and that's when the rest of it up to the 18 months i built a five-foot portfolio so i was able to put more money in the stock market and i just believe that it's going to work and it has been working like i'm getting a decent return at the moment it goes up and down but it's decent at the moment <laughs> but i'm happy and that's like now i know that i'm actually going to retire in my 40s not when i'm over 60 so like yeah speaking my language guys i hope you picked up on a lot of what andrew was just saying when she started she only started in 2018 um, or thought about it in 2018 like myself i didn't start investing until 2018 either i was just yeah. saying that before we got on together but yeah just you talking about like wanting to retire early that for me is a vibe seeing old people working guys that made me when Andrew was talking it literally made me remember my mum was still working at 67 wow oh well, 66 about to be 67 she got yeah. really really ill guys and I thought we, we thought we were going to lose her basically she was in the hospital for over a month we thought she was going to die like yeah. we had already come to terms with it thought we were going to lose her she is fine now guys just know my mum is the strongest Jamaican woman in the world I don't I don't even know but that moment <clears throat> made me realize like she was refusing to retire she could have retired at like 64 65 yeah. but she was refusing because she was saying no but i've still got these bills and i've still got this mm -hmm. and i've still got that and she had to keep working and she was working and my mum was smart because she put away money she had pensions she had like four different pensions so she did have money that would have come in but yeah. she had not thought about oh, actually, the pensions will help me. And she was so worried because she'd got into this cycle of you have to work to live yeah. that she was forced 
forced guys to stop working. My mum retired by force because she was ill. Thank God that happened because, not thank God that she got ill, but thank God that she then retired because then all her pensions, we pen, all her pensions, we cashed them all in and she's good. Yeah. And she was way less, it was way less hard than she thought. Mm. But I think that's really important just that you touched on the fact that if you are someone watching this now and you don't want to be someone who is working until they're 50, 60, or like my mum, forced to retire because of illness yes. and then still in her 60s worrying about money. Mm. And that was mm. something that also pushed me into investing. She had always told me, no, you save your money, you get a pension. Like, I come from a Caribbean household. <laughs> you do not play with your money. You do not play with something where like the stock market where we know money goes yeah. up, money goes down. You can lose yeah. as well as you can win. So she was like, this is not what we're going to do. Yeah. But after she got sick and while she was in the hospital, her bill still needed to be paid. I had no access to her money, so I had to pay all the bills out of my money. Yeah. And I remember thinking at that moment, right, now I'm using all my savings. What other cushions do, yeah. do I have? I hear about investing all the time. Why am I not? doing it and don't get me it took me still a couple years after that moment but after that point I started doing my research yeah. I started looking into it because like and I don't want to be working till I'm like I don't want to have to work a nine to five if I yeah. choose to I feel like there are people that are in their 60s that love working nine yes to five. I have worked with people like that they've literally retired and then come back to work and been yeah. like love nine to five that's different guys we're saying have you created money for yourself that gives you options yes and, I and that is the thing isn't it because if you really think about it when you're not investing you are kind of stuck to getting your pension at a certain age mm -hmm. so even if you say i'm gonna retire at 50 still not gonna get your pension to your 60s right but now with investing it really does give you the option to be like you know what i'm gonna retire in my 40s i'm gonna build a cushion i'm gonna be i can live off that and like you say not worry about money and that is the like the beauty about investing is that it gives you options rather than making your nine to five a necessity. It's now an option. You can just decide you want to work. Like you can retire if you want to, but you can just decide, you know what, I'm going to work or do you know what, I'm not going to work. And that is just, oh, that's just like my favorite thing about investing. To be that's what I, and that's what, that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you so much because I talk about money all the time. Yes. <laughs> you guys know, anyone who follows me. I'm the woman who's going to be telling you, get paid more for your skills. Get as much money out of your nine to five as you possibly can. The reason being, I'm such a big believer in that money. The more money you have, the more options you have. Yeah. It's not about like people will say all the time, oh, money can't buy you happiness. But guess what? It can get you pretty damn close. Now, yeah. I do not believe that money specifically buys happiness, but it buys the things that make you happy. Yeah. Peace of mind, freedom options yeah when you don't have money you don't have that like i know what it's like to grow up with without money and being hungry is not fun <laughs> struggling with your bills is not fun options freedom being able to just be like for me i got made redundant last year me being able to be like i've got enough money saved that i'm not killing myself to go and find another job yeah. i got made redundant right before christmas i was like i'm chilling i didn't start working again until april options I only have those options because of money. Mm. So mm. when people say that money doesn't make you happy, mm, money helps you get things that will make you happy. Money can't buy you love or relationships. Totally agree. Totally agree. Can't buy you great people. Absolutely not. But it can buy you peace of mind, relaxation. Do you know how stressful it is to be broke? Yeah. 
Literally. <laughs> so guys, you know that that's why I talk about money, but investing is a whole different side of money. And that's why I really wanted Ange to be on here. I'm going to ask Ange some questions, guys. I've got some of them written down. So if I look down, you know why. This is also going to be a podcast episode. So anyone who's watching, who hopefully this is, Instagram's going to let me load this up and you can watch it on the replay. Mm -hmm. However, if you cannot, hopefully it saves to my phone and then we can listen to it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but... I want to start with asking you this. What made you first want to even invest? Like, why invest? Why not just save money? What made you want to invest instead? Yeah, I think really the thing that really triggered me to invest was I was just thinking about freedom, you know? I was in a nine-to-five job at the time that I really didn't like, and it was just the thought of having to work in that job for the rest of my life that I was just like, surely there's another way to sort of get out of this without, like, sort of getting into another job, potentially, or if I did get into another job, but in the sense that I just felt like, surely there is another way to not have to work in these conditions forever. Because I've seen a lot of people, like a lot of my elder, 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 <laughs> older colleagues who have been working and they were miserable. <laughs> I'm just like, that's not going to be me. So that's when I started going on YouTube and looking up the fire movements so, of uh, financial independence, retire early. And all these people were like talking about how they've been investing money to, to you know retire early but they seem to have a bigger salary than i had so that was another problem that i had so i was like okay so my salary is not potentially big enough and also i'm in i don't know if i can actually make it work but it was for me i just wanted to retire early i just want financial freedom i just want to be able to do what i want when i want and not worry about money because i did grow up in a household where we did worry about money and I didn't want to get to that same stage as well. When I got to my parents' age of worrying about money, I wanted to get to their, like, their age now and just be chill, relax. It's done. It's paid for. Like, I'm just, you know, living my life. So really, it's just the thought of having financial freedom was the thing that really got me going to actually start investing in the first place. Oh, love that. Financial freedom. Love that word, guys. It, it's such a buzzword these days, but it's such an important word because to be financially free is to have choice, to have enough money that you have a choice. And that's gonna be the theme of this conversation, guys. I want you to understand choice. We are helping you to have choices. You said something there as well. You said when you first went onto, was it the FIRE movement? By the way, never heard of it. <laughs> but you said you went onto FIRE movement and you said the first thing you realized was they had much bigger salaries than mm. you. And that was sort of like, oh, they have bigger salaries so they can invest. So how am I going to do it? And I know there are people watching right now in that same situation because I was that yes. person. I was that person who was like, no, 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 no. I just about have enough money to save. I don't have enough money to play around that I could then lose. In the, I, don't, I don't earn enough. Like, yeah. there is absolutely no way I earn enough to be able to invest. Because when I think about investing, I was like, you have to have like five, 10, 15K yeah. to yeah. invest. Like, yeah. And at the beginning, like you said, you save 10K in a really like short space of time if you think about it compared to a lot of yeah. people but how before we talk about like getting our salaries up and yeah because we're yeah, going to talk yeah, about that yeah 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 how has your nine to five specifically been able to contribute to your investment journey yeah so because I was really stuck in that mindset that I had to be rich to start investing mm -hmm. and you know two years didn't invest that was one of the reasons and 
I just thought, so at the time, actually, surprisingly enough, I had moved into another job before I started investing. Right. But it's still a nine-to-five job. <laughs> like, it's still a nine-to-five. But, you know, we'll talk about the increase in salary afterwards. But I just thought, do you know what? I just need to make this work. I just, I have to make it work. And I, I made it work by starting small. Because you don't need to start with thousands of thousands of pounds. That's the most important thing. You don't need to start with five grand and ten grand or whatever literally there are platforms out there not a financial advisor but you can google around there are platforms out there you can start with just one pound you can just put something in there and see if it works for you like my biggest thing is it just invest the money that you feel comfortable losing because i think that's the thing right people think like the stock market is kind of like a game like you're going up and down and losing money and all this stuff and all that but honestly it's not like that at all because most of the time you're just sitting there doing nothing <laughs> Like I do nothing every month <laughs> and you just let it play out and just wait because statistically it's shown to go up. It's shown to increase the, your money. So being in my nine to five did help because I was able to manage my money. I just started with the money that I had, which was 50 pounds at the time. It was the money I was willing to do. So you don't really need to start with lots of money. You can start with 50 pounds, see how you feel, you know, figure it out and just keep going. Like I was only investing up to 50 pounds for six months and then i increased the amount of money that i was investing afterwards once i felt more comfortable and willing to take more of a risk but you don't need to be such a massive risk taker where you need to like put all your life savings into investing that that's not how it works oh absolutely i love that you said that because scaredy cats like me i actually downloaded something oh and just to clarify what Ange said, neither of us are financial advisors. Yeah. We are coaches and we are talking to you about what has worked for us and for our clients. Yeah. We, are not, we are not financial advisors. If you need financial advice, when it comes to your own personal money, find yourself a financial advisor. That's also important as well. You can find free financial advisors, the first meeting anyway. Yeah. You yeah. can have a free advice meeting at the very beginning. So go online, find a financial advisor. That's how I got my first financial advisor. Yeah. But... What I was going to say is I'm a scaredy cat yeah. and stock market feels like gambling. It still does. Till this day, I feel like I'm gambling money. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gambling. Yeah. But my comfort came from, I had a number in my head, like you said, £50 for you. Yeah. For me, I don't know who I think I am, but it was £1,000. Yeah. I said I'm putting £1,000 in the stock market. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. And I had to, I had to be able to be like, I could lose £1,000, but it's okay. I'm going to put a thousand pounds in the stock market. Yes. Guys, that was hard for me, but I want to talk about how I got there. And I want to talk about it in terms of nine to five. Yeah. Because for me, and I know Angie's very similar as well, increasing my salary was super, super important. You guys already know I don't play when it comes to increasing salaries. Um, we're talking like since 2021 all my clients have hit like the five figure mark mm. so 10k has been the lowest pay rise i'm helping people with anyone who's been watching my stories recently i've had someone recently who hit a 40k pay rise someone who's tripled her income which is insane yeah and then also someone who has got a 25k pay rise now i know a lot of you watching are saying ah oh, unless you've got a certain level of experience you can't get a pay rise the people i work with only work for me with me for three months in three months they don't get a crap load more experience it's just about learning to sell the experience you do have mm. and elevating yourself you can get paid more anyone who's watching this right now you can get paid more for your current skills i promise you sometimes it's about putting yourself in a different place because yeah. some companies just naturally pay more 
than other companies. Sometimes it's about maybe you do have to upskill. For some jobs, you will have to upskill and it might be like a little mini course and you might have to upskill. But the people I work with, we're not working towards upskilling. We're working towards just elevating your current skills. Sometimes it is just how you're communicating your skills. I've got people who work with me who have master's degrees and are earning less than I'm earning. And guys, you already know I don't have a degree. These people have master's degrees and earn less than I do. Not because they're not smart. Not because, like, I'm in awe of them. When I talk to them, I'm like, wow, you're so smart. But it's not just about what you have on paper. It's about how well you communicate what you have on paper. I don't care if you go and get 10 more qualifications. If you can't communicate how your current qualification is going to make a company money, they're not interested. Mm -hmm. And that's really important, guys. Like, if you listen to my podcast, you'll know I was speaking about this a few weeks ago. Companies care about results. That's it. If you you can communicate how your skill set right now can help a company get a result, you will be able to increase your salary, whether that's a pay rise or changing your job altogether and getting more money. But that's really important. And let us know, what was your, what did you do to increase your salary so that you could start using the extra money to invest? Yeah, so it's... So I've actually increased my salary twice to help me with investing, actually. So the first time, the first time round, which is quite funny with what you're saying, is because they wanted someone with five years experience. I think I have two years of experience at the time. And I was just like, I'm still going to go for this job because I know I can communicate my value. So I was, I was shocked. I was shook. I was just like, I remember when I read the, the job thing and they put five years experience. I was like, oh, should I apply for this? And I was like, no, I should. No, I should. Like, you know, I can, I, I can do it. They can You're a woman after my own heart. Like, you know, when I, I read online, oh, you meet 60% of the requirements, yeah. apply now. If I read, if I, if I have 20% yeah. of what you're looking for, that, I'm going yeah. to apply. That, literally, literally. I love that. And I think that, that, actually helped with a lot of my confidence so in terms of just applying for a different job for five years experience Mm -hmm. so that was that and then the second time around I asked for a pay rise so I increased my salary by 26% to help me with you know money and investing Mm -hmm. so investing so it is just like you say you can either apply for a new job but don't be scared because of the fact that you don't have quote-unquote the experience because you're right it is about communicating your results about communicating your value you need to know your own value before they know your value and that's like the like the key thing that i've really ingrained into me and the second time again asking for a pay rise like i wanted more money so i asked for the pay rise and it was my first time and everyone's always really nervous the first time but again it wasn't me just thinking about oh, I don't know, blah, blah, and just being like in a confused state and getting in my head, I just asked for it because I wanted to, I wanted to invest more. So I had to ask for a pay rise. And I, that's how I used my nine to five. Like even to this day, I've never used the money in my coaching business to invest. I've only ever used the money in my nine to five. So the nine to five can really up level your investments and get you to where you want to be without you having to use a side hustle or anything like that. It can come from your nine to five income. Same, I didn't have my coaching business at all when I started investing all my investments have come from my nine to five and it's come from increasing my salary and when I was increasing my salary next time you guys go into negotiation I was thinking about what the extra money I need it for so I included savings investments holidays helping my mum paying off any debt I had (laughs) when I'm thinking about it oh 
and emergency money. Because yes. a lot of you are asking for money just to pay your bills. You're saying, okay, these are how much my bills cost. Let me ask for a salary that covers that. Never do that, guys. What about just because money? What about, oops, something happened. My car broke down. Uh, what happens then? Bills are increasing. Uh, cost of living. Have you guys seen how things have spiked? Literally. If you are only ever asking for the salary that covers your bills, you will always, always feel broke. I promise you that. Salaries that cover your bills are nothing. What about things are always going to happen in life? I've got, I got a child. Kids need stuff. What if your home bills might go up? Anything can happen in life where you need that extra cushion. So when you're calculating your salary, I need you guys to start adding in all the other stuff. And mm. investing should be included in that. And then when you get the big pay rise, because this is what tends to happen. You get the 20K pay rise and then you don't know where it's gone because you just spend it. But I want to remind you, if you've been living on, let's say, let's say a 50K salary. Yeah. And now you've got a 75K salary. Continue for the next six months to live as if you were on the 50k salary and look at how much you're able to save i started saving 500 pound a month when i got my first really big pay rise Mm. because i was like let me see what happened within six months that was three grand and i was like ah how have i got three grand it's only been six because i carried on living like i was on the original salary and i'm not saying to do that forever but Mm. i decided to do it for six months and then i decided after those six months to do it for another six months after that year I went crazy because I'd already saved like 6,000. So then I was like, holidays galore, new car, whatever I felt like. But what I'm saying to you guys is think about the money. And when you're saving this extra money, how much of it are you willing to invest? And I'm not saying when we talk about, me and Angie talking about investing, we're not saying don't save as well. Oh, yeah. I feel like people feel like you can only do one or the other. Have you met people like that? Like you have to save or you invest? Yeah, I've met people like that and i was one of those people um but no you can do both and you i encourage you to do both i personally i have an emergency fund and it's filled up i'm still saving into it like i just i still put money into it i still save every month because it's still important because having the skill of saving really helps you to invest because it helps you with that discipline with that consistency and then once you invest you're now you're growing your money which is different from saving Mm -hmm. so i would highly encourage you to do both all the time don't just think you have to do one or the other saving and investing work beautifully together so Mm -hmm. if you are thinking about investing don't stop your saving either oh absolutely i'm a big we don't have to choose we can do them both save and invest the first time i invested actually and i was going to say this earlier and it just popped back in my brain i actually downloaded an investment simulator oh the one from from investopedia which tracks the real stock market and you put it's not real money though you're just guessing and then i played that for exactly four weeks guys i was investing as if because it's against the real stock market so it's showing you real shares real everything i was putting money in and then i got comfortable and i was like oh i made a little bit of money fake money but i made a little bit of money (laughs) and that fake money is what made me feel like okay let me go and do the real thing now let me go and put some money in the real thing and i don't want anyone listening to us to feel like it's all a bed of roses so i'm going to be real transparent i started off with a thousand pounds i have only i'm not like Ange. Ange is out here doing her thing 18 months she turned it into like how five figures like over 10k but someone like me i have invested in 2018 i invested just under a thousand pound but let's say a thousand pound yeah i then made i have made almost four thousand pounds however i have lost over a thousand pounds i want you guys to hear that as well Mm. because and the reason i'm sharing that is investments don't just 
do this, they also do this. And I remember when I lost a thousand pounds, I felt sick. And I wanted to take all my money out of the store. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm taking all my money out. This is ridiculous. I've just lost like 980 pounds. This doesn't make sense. And it was because one of my stocks fell. It just went from being really high to being really low. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was ready to take it all out. But the more I researched, it was like stocks will go up. They will go down. The one that crashed has never recovered. I'm going to be real with you guys. It's never recovered. The one where I lost 900 pounds, I probably, it's probably gone back up like 100 pounds. So in total, I lost like 800 pounds. I still lost money. It never recovered. But my other investments are still growing. And this is why when you talk about investing in diverse portfolios and things like that, like... I don't have all my eggs in one basket when it comes to investments. And usually, as a general rule, investments will go up. Like I'm investing in things, guys, that we use every single day. Amazon, Nike. I'm also investing in like oil and airlines. And I'm smart enough to understand at this point that oil will go down soon because the world's going to go towards electric cars. When it gets to close to that point, I will, I will cash out with my oil because I'm learning how to play the stock market, guys. But I bought oil and airlines in the pandemic because my other half was like everything's crashed everything's pennies buy it all <laughs> and let's see if it goes up but guys i want you to understand that there is there's always going to be risk with the stock market i don't just invest in the stock market i invest in other things like bonds and things like that but there's always going to be and i think it's really it's really important for us to be honest there can be losses but for what you lose if you think about what i'm saying to you guys i lost a thousand i made 3,000, almost four. That 1,000 is almost nothing because I wouldn't have made that four. If you guys understand, like, it it, it does feel like gambling. It does. But like Anne said, most stocks will will go up over time. Do not do what I did. In the first six months, I was checking them every day and I was like, oh my God, it's gone up, it's gone down, it's gone up, it's gone down. It's not good for your heart, guys. I don't even look at my stocks no more. I think I went in there this week, like yesterday, because I knew we were going to have this call. And I said, let me go and look and see what my stocks are doing. Guys, just know they're doing good. (laughs) Out of my seven stocks that I've got, five are up. Guys, that's good. And on top of that, some of my stocks pay dividends. And... I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about, div- explain to the people what dividends are, but like <laughs> dividends for me, the way I can explain it is I get paid regardless if the stock goes up or down. <laughs> yes, yeah. Maybe you can explain it better than me. <laughs> yeah, so basically dividends is basically a company's way of rewarding you for investing in them. So for example, they if you buy a few of their shares, they're like, oh, okay, you know, we've done well this year. So let's give you some profits. So the profits can go up or down. So like Adele says, she's going to get paid either way, but it will it will depend on how well they have performed, basically. Mm-hmm. And most dividends are, I think, are paid about like every three to six months, depending yeah. on the on the company. But yeah, like having that as well is another way you can make money in the stock market. Is you're getting paid for literally buying like shares or an index fund in something and doing nothing, and you're just like, oh, okay. And that's like a way you can make money from the stock market is getting dividends from the companies. Definitely. And yeah, and I think with regards to the gambling, I I can completely understand like why people think that, like with with that. But I guess it's just to understand that the stock market has been shown to go up. Mm -hmm. So there is so much more research around it, so much more evidence around it. And I think it is your mentality as well. Because some people think, you know, investing is buying and selling stocks all day, every day watching the stock market going up and down, you know, those red and 
red and green those candlestick bars and getting headaches and just watching it oh i need i need to sell because of this oh oh i need to i need to buy because of this and it's just like actually investing can be buying one thing mm-hmm. and never looking at it again and just maybe be consistent investing it every single month like what i do with index funds and i just sit there and i'm just like oh okay i don't like yeah. <laughs> i'm just like okay like yeah. you don't have to like have that sort of like frantic energy of buying and selling it can just be a very more relaxed way and then just like i say seeing it go up and then you're just relaxed yeah. and chill about it absolutely and guys do your research i don't invest in stocks without researching how they've done over the last five years six years ten years depending on how long the stocks existed but for me someone who like my daughter likes nike i like nike like if i'm gonna buy trainers they're gonna probably be nike or nike for any of my american people that are watching it made sense for me to invest like because i feel like they're never not going to be a brand who's around so therefore five years from now it wouldn't make sense that they wouldn't go up i'm not saying that they can't go down guys i'm not saying that but i'm saying the likelihood of nike not making money over the next five years let's think about it jordans guys how many of your kids are wearing jordans right now let's be real how many of your kids like how long have that been around how many of you have air forces like sometimes it's just again i'm not a financial advisor but sometimes it's just thinking about if i've invested in nike stock what is the likelihood that it's not going to go up if we was to research it what would the likelihood be that it's it's going to just stay still like i said how many of you watching this have got probably wearing jordans right now or have bought Jordans for your family or have Air Force One. How many pairs of Nike trainers do you have in the house? How many pair, like how many Nike tracksuits do you have in your house? Nike tech, all of that. Think about it like in that sort of way. Instead of just buying the stuff, I want to invest in it so that those companies can not only help me grow my money, but I can also get paid dividends from those companies. And I think that's really important. I'm going to ask Ange to give us some tips on investing. But before she does that, I'm going to give you some tips on increasing your nine to five salary. And she can jump in as well if she wants to jump in. But here are some tips, guys. How do we increase our nine to five salary? Firstly, go and ask for more. Straightforward, as simple as that. Wherever you currently work, go and ask for more. Do not sit there and say to them, I've worked here a long time, so please can, no. Companies don't care how long you've worked there. You could just be a seat warmer. Do you know how many people that you do not, no one can tell me that they have never worked with someone who's super lazy at their job, but still every day turns up to work. Just because you're at work every day, it doesn't mean you're good at your job. I want you to go and ask for money based on the fact that you bring value. What is that value? If you're not sure, start paying attention to what do people praise you for at work? Start paying attention to what do they rely on you for? Sometimes, you know how people come to you all the time for the same thing over and over again, and you just do it, but you don't even realize, wow, that means I must be good at it because I keep being asked to do the same things over and over and over again. So what do people praise you for? What do they rely on you for? How are you impacting the company's bottom line? How are you making the money, saving the money? This is how you negotiate, guys. You don't go in and say, I've worked here for a long time. Cost of living's gone up. I promise you, your boss doesn't care about cost of living. <laughs> your boss cares. How have you made him money in the last six months? And it doesn't matter what your job is, because some people will say to me, like, oh, in my job, I don't really make money. I'm going to give you an example for teaching, um, because I come from that industry. I was an educator way before I was in recruitment and human resources. As a teacher, my job is to help the children learn. All the children learning means we get a good Ofsted grade. The higher the school's Ofsted grade, the more parents want to come to the school. That is a school's 
bottom line. No school wants to be shut down and no school doesn't want people to, to, to not want to come there. They want to be in demand. How do you impact that in the school? Are you helping the demand go up? That's how you're affecting bottom line. It might not be financial, but you have, how do you affect a business in a positive way? That's really important. The other thing, which Ange mentioned earlier, just because the job said five years and only had two years, guess what? She applied. So when you guys hear me saying on my story, it's not just me making it up. This is what we're out here doing. Us people that are out here getting these 10, 15K pay rate, because we didn't care. I didn't care that it said six months and I, I didn't care that it said two years and I only had six months experience. I applied. I first got into recruitment and HR. I met about 30% of the job, 30% of the criteria they was asking for. Guess what? I still got the job. It's all about, guys, upgrade your CV. If you want more money and you're not getting it where you currently are, upgrade your CV so that you can sit in front of better people paying more money. If your boss is telling you no, but they're giving you more responsibility, guess what? They're using you because you're not pushing back. I know so many people that come to me and they're like, I keep getting more responsibility. They keep promising me this pay rise and I still don't have one. Should I tell you why? Because you keep putting up with it. So another way to, let me think, another way for you guys to start increasing your salary, change industry. If you're bored of your industry, change industry. And don't feel like changing industry means starting over. My first year of changing industry, I made double what I'd made as a manager in the education in, in the education arena, in that sector. Oh. So when I moved into recruitment, I doubled my salary in the first year. And that was, I took, that was planning, guys, also planning. Planning's really important. Don't just jump ship and be like, oh, this job pays a lot more, let me jump ship. No, no, no. Plan your moves. Why are you making the move to that job? And how long are you planning to stay in that job? And what is your next move after that? Like, what is the overall goal? And what are the steps that you need to take to get there? Anything else that you would add, Ange? Yeah, I just want to say, because I come from healthcare and I feel, again, we, there is some bits to do with like budgeting, but not as much. But it's probably if you are also in the healthcare space, it's about how are you improving patient outcomes? So it's not like, oh, I'm saving money, but how have you improved by what you're doing? How have you gone the extra mile or whatever? And like, how have you improved the outcomes, which will then prevent disease as an example? Yeah. So that, like, there's loads of things you can do that. It's not like about just, oh, improving money if you're not in that sector, if you're not in like a sort of like corporate world. So that's just something yeah. I wanted to add, but 100% agree with you in terms of what you said I think as well. That's so important, value. It doesn't matter what your job is, even if you're not bringing financial value, yeah you make a positive impact in your job you make something for the company you make something better within your company talk about that always be talking about results always be talking about the value of your contribution always be talking about why an employer benefits from you and i promise you your pockets will benefit from that Definitely. <laughs> and that's how you're going to invest if you don't start making more money in your nine to five firstly even if we take out the investing how are you going to save how are you going to save real money that makes you feel like you have options and freedom how are you going to help your family if that's what you want to do with it how are you going to travel how are you going to ri live rich auntie life oh, yeah that's that rich <laughs> auntie <laughs> life <laughs> listen rich auntie and rich mum vibes they're gonna they're gonna need you to go ask for some more money so that's what i want you to go and do so and now that we've spoken a little bit about how they can make more money yeah. i want you to how can we then like, and I'm, I'm be all ears as well listening. Yeah. How can we then use the extra money we've earned to maybe start investing? What are some tips that you would give to someone listening right now who's like, I want to invest, but where do I start? Yeah. 
So I think you start off just doing research and also just researching the different types of investments, but not getting too much into analysis paralysis, because it's not just the stock market that's out there. You can invest in like property, you can invest in art, you can invest in cryptocurrency. Like there's so many different things out there. Just find something that feels good to you. It doesn't mean you have to be here, there and everywhere. And all of them work like crypto works. Buying houses works. Stock market works. Just pick what feels good to you. Don't listen to what everyone else is saying. What what feels good to you? Like for me, I am not a cryptocurrency gal. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I I just don't have the capacity. But my husband, he loves it. He is in it. <laughs> so like, we're very different investors. We're both making money. So at the end of the day, it's about finding what works for you. That's the first thing, and doing your research. And when you do start. Don't get too caught up on, oh, I need the right thing. Like, I need the right platform and the right this and the right that. Again, it's everyone gets into such perfectionists about investing. You need to have, like, the right platform and the right investments and you need to buy at the right time and everything like that. And none of that is actually true. Just pick something and just get started with money you feel comfortable losing. I say losing very lightly because you only lose money in the stock market when you sell it. So once you sell it, that's a loss. Mm. But just because it's gone down, it doesn't mean you've lost anything. It's just down at the moment. Because it could go up tomorrow. It could go up in the next minute. Who knows? Mm. So again, comfortable money that you feel comfortable losing. Don't get too caught up on analysis paralysis. And yeah, just start. And you can always change. Like I started on a platform that used to invest for me. So that's called a robo-advisor. And it's because I felt comfortable doing that. Um, I didn't have to think about it too much. But now I invest my own. Like I do it myself. So you can always change. So you don't always have to feel restricted in that. Mm -hmm. And just know that there is so much opportunity out there with investing. And you can make some money from it and grow your money and become financially independent from it. Don't be so scared to do it because it can be something that can actually change your life for the better. And I think that's such a great way to sort of come towards the end of our sort of chat. I want you guys to really, if you didn't listen thoroughly, go back and listen. Like... Angie's whole thing is that she started off with £50. I know a lot of you are spending more on Netflix and chill. I know a lot of you are spending more than £50 to go cinema. Me and my daughter went cinema the other day. I spent about £60 because we was out here getting all these extra, you know, the little luxury snacks and all oh, this. Okay, I, yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. too much, guys, but <laughs> we're greedy. And it was two people and we spent £60. So what I'm saying to you is a meal on a Saturday out with friends drinks in london hey you definitely <laughs> spent more than 60 pounds guys let's, so angie's letting you know you can start as small as 50 pounds i have actually made some of my investments as much as i'm saying to you guys i started with a thousand pounds i separated that into loads of different things it wasn't like a thousand pound in one stock <laughs> no i like 100 pounds here 50 yeah. pounds here and then when i saw the 50 pound was growing i was like oh buy some yeah. more and then i added 50 pounds but and started with 50 50 pounds and within 18 months she had a five-figure portfolio guys i don't even think you're really comprehending starting with 50 pounds and ending up with a five-figure portfolio in 18 months <laughs> i need to learn from her okay because definitely i've not hit no <laughs> i have not hit five figures remember guys when we talk about five figures we're talking about 10k plus yeah, five figures is when you hit 10K, 10K or above. It's like when we talk about six figures, 100K. So when you hear us saying five figures, it means 10K plus. Within 18 months, starting with 50 pound, money that you guys definitely are spending on things that you know that you don't need. <laughs> 
Because I do. Like, I will go out for drinks and I done spent more than £50. I'm going out on Thursday this week and I'm definitely going to spend more than £50. <laughs> so if you think about it and you're worried about how much you're going to lose, firstly, like Angela, said it's not really a loss because it will go up and down anyway and it will usually eventually be up from where you started over the years takes time guys stock market takes time sometimes like long investments and there are short investments but again you need to speak to a financial advisor but it's really important to hear like when Ange says like you can start small but start don't get stuck overthinking stressing yourself out start small are you stressed out when you spend the 50 pound on drinks no i know a lot of you will spend 100 pound on drinks then go home and then be stressed the next day because you look at your bank account and you're stressed but in the moment you was happy right so <laughs> yeah. think of it like that think of it like drinks in london that's the only way i can help you to think about it. Pound on drinks in london i'm not going to see that money ever again because once you drank it you drank it so think of it like that um and thank you so much for joining me like i said anyone listening this is going to be a podcast episode and let the people know where they can connect with you where they can find you because people need to know they i know people listening want to know how they're going to turn their 50 pound into five figures so let them know yeah so i I mainly hang out on instagram on at the growth corner uk and i also have a podcast as well building wealth for women because i want all women to be wealthy and you know invest and become financially free so that's like really important to me so yeah check those out if you're interested in more oh go and check out Ange. go and follow Ange if you want to learn how to retire early because that is always the thing that piques my interest what i can retire early like i don't have to wait until i'm 60 guys some of us are going to be working for another 40 30 years ah that is very stressful when I think about it I know right speak to, speak to Ange because if you're like us if you're like us when I was in my 20s I was like I do not want to be working in my 50s and 60s I want to retire in my 40s I remember thinking that in my 20s because I was like I do not want to be old and stressed and miserable yeah. because I have to be listening to my boss I'm already Can you imagine tired. being like, old and having like some young boss telling you to and do not things. having a like, choice. The thing is, if you have a choice definitely. and you want to be there, that's different. But knowing that at any time you can be like, bye, <laughs> bye, <Yeah>. I'm good. <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah. That's options, guys. That's that's real rich auntie vibe. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining me it has been lovely we definitely have to do this again i really appreciate you being here guys thank you for listening and this will hopefully be on my grid in the next like 10 minutes perfect (laughs) nice thank you for having me adele thank you take care you too bye i hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials, tag me on Instagram and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.